The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Adam Carricker on the ticket. Position right of the quarterback out of the shotgun. First and 20, jailbreak screen in the air. It is tipped. It is intercepted by Carricker at the Missouri 21-yard line. Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, eight-year NFL vet and All-American defensive lineman Adam Carricker. Shotgun snap to Everett. He's got the left arm going, and now he's got a whole lot of Adam Carricker. He rips him down inside the 25-yard line. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com, here's your host, Adam Carricker. Welcome, everybody, to Adam Carricker on The Ticket. And you guessed right. I have a case of the Fridays. The weekend is almost upon us. Husker sports is almost upon us. We got all sorts of sports, basketball, volleyball, football going on here in the great state of Nebraska. We got college football. We got Big Ten football. We got big-time college football matchups. The biggest one of the weekend, of course, is always in Lincoln, Nebraska. Well, when it's a home game anyways, it always involves that team from Lincoln, Nebraska. Now we got Nebraska Cornhuskers versus the Maryland Ninja Turtles, the Fighting Terrapins from Maryland. All right. We got a loaded show today, as always, every Monday through Monday and Friday. I am live right here, noon to 1 p.m. Central Time. Grab your lunch. Join me. Hopefully something intelligent comes out at some point. Tuesday, Thursdays, you got the Big Ten Show, Character Chronicles. And on Wednesdays, former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor, who was also joined by Rico. I failed to mention that in the past. I apologize, Rico. Rico is actually going to join me today. We're going to go 12-17. And you know why? Because when you say a specific time like that, it just sounds fancy. Uh, no other better reason than that. It just sounds fancy and it makes me feel kind of important. So we're going to chat what a bowl game means or does not mean to Nebraska if they do or don't make it. And this actually was prompted by me driving to uh, – they didn't pay for this ad, but I just love Freddy's. I was driving to Freddy's. I was listening to Rico and Steve Taylor debate this uh, on the, while I was driving in the car on Wednesday. I was like, man, this is a great topic. So Rico's going to join me at 1217. We're going to talk Nebraska-Maryland. We're going to preview that game. Rico's going to join me, talk about a potential bowl game. And again, what that does, it does not mean. Talk a little bit of college football in general. we got some big-time matchups this weekend. Number two, Michigan at number 10, Penn State. Number 18, Utah. Number five, Washington. Washington's nearly a double-digit favorite. And I'll tell you right now, I, this that was the hardest game for me to pick. Because I think at some point, Washington's going to get upset before they get the Pac-12 championship game. It's not that I don't think they're a good football team. I think the Pac-12 is brutal, and they are playing Utah, I believe Oregon State, and then they got Washington State in the final Apple Cup for who knows how long because Washington's coming over to the Big Ten, and Washington State's going to join the mighty Pac-2 or whatever happens with those schools. 
So that rivalry game, who knows what will happen. So I, I, I just think they're going to get upset at some point, and I had a hard time trying to figure out if this was the game or not. Then you got Ole Miss at Georgia, right? A top 10 matchup right there, number nine, Ole Miss at number two, Georgia. And if we have time, we'll get to the college football playoffs. Uh, maybe my final predictions of what they're going to be. Not final final, because I'll keep doing this each and every week, but my final predictions for now of what I think they're going to end up looking like. And if we don't have time, because it's a loaded show, We'll get to it at some point in the future, probably Monday or Friday or Monday and or Friday going forward each and every week until we actually have the final rankings and we know who's in the the final ever four-team college football playoff before we go to 12 teams next year. All right, real quick, I want to say thank you to GE Landscape Supply. They're a great sponsor, great partner. Also, they offer a great product. All right, GE Landscape Supply has pavers and boulders. Great accents for any backyard landscaping project. They sell to homeowners and contractors, and they deliver anywhere near far. Stop by 6701 Cornersker Highway. Check out gelandscapesupply.com or call 402-467-1627. As always, you can check out characterchronicles.com. It's where all your football hopes and dreams come true. It's just science and the last 10 minutes of this show. And actually, Rico and I chatted because Rico, as you all know, is the producer of this show. He's the heartbeat of this show. This show does not happen without Rico. It does not, although it did on Monday when he was gone. So somehow we survived, but he did. He does a great job is my point. Okay, and so I'm like, Rico, I want to not just get the questions at the end. I want the comments throughout the show. So call or text 402-464-5685. Questions will be saved for the people segment at the end of the show. If you got a comment, a thought, a concern, or otherwise, Rico's going to send them to me, and I will read and or react throughout the show. I'd love even more than we already have, which we have a ton. I'd love even more interaction with the fans throughout the show, especially when I'm live on Mondays and Fridays. All right, so let's talk about Nebraska versus Maryland. All right, Maryland, 5-4, and four, started the season 5-0, and oh, and I'm not going to lie. I was like, man, they might be halfway decent out there. And then they played Ohio State. I believe the, they lost by about 20, if I remember correctly. I think it was 37-17. All right, then they have had a bit of a slide since. Lost Ohio State, Illinois, Northwestern, and Penn State. They've lost four in a row. Now, Tulia Tagovaiola leads the Big Ten in passing. This team can throw the ball. All right? Now, the biggest thing that makes me nervous about this game, we are really good at stopping the run. We have a pretty good defense. We get after the quarterback. All right? I'm going to talk about the amount of sacks that we have. Maryland has. They get after the quarterback as well compared to the rest of the Big Ten here in about, you know, two minutes. But the one thing we're not phenomenally phenomenal at, and it's because teams tend to throw the ball more than they run the ball because they have a hard time running the ball. But nonetheless, when teams have success against our defense moving the ball, it tends to be through the air more often than not. And this is a team that can pass the ball really well. So that's probably the biggest thing about this game that makes me nervous. All right, so Tagovailoa leads the Big Ten in passing with 2,486 yards, 21 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Now, to be a good quarterback, you want a three-to-one ratio. You want for every time... You throw an INT, you want to have at least three touchdowns. He's exactly three to one. Obviously, you want to be as good as you can be, but three to one is kind of that minimum that most quarterbacks look for as a minimum goal to be considered a pretty good quarterback. Now, Roman Hemby, the sophomore running back for the Terrapins, the Fighting Terrapins, Ninja Turtles, leads the team with 441 rushing yards and four TDs. He also has 231 receiving yards and two touchdowns. So he's a threat out of the backfield. Okay, so they got to count for him in the passing game. Now, this is interesting. Five Terrapin receivers, I didn't say it was good, I said it was interesting. Five Terrapin receivers have more receiving yards than Nebraska's leading receiver. 
Thomas Fedoni with 219 yards. All right, they have three receivers with four more TDs, and Fedoni leads Nebraska with four TDs. All right, now here's, here's that Maryland defense I was talking about a little bit. They did add, as I mentioned before, some guys in their front seven through the transfer portal that looked honestly better early on than they have in, throughout the latter part of the season. But Maryland's defense is opportunistic with nine interceptions, four forced fumbles. Okay, all recovered by the Terrapins, I might add. And so that's the other thing that makes me nervous about our offense. The two things that makes, makes me the most nervous about this game, because I did predict, and I do predict Nebraska to win, not with a ton of confidence points, but I do make that prediction, more or less because I'm hoping they come out mad. I hope they come out on fire. Remember the Michigan game? They came out and they played a lot better. I don't really think this team needed a wake-up call. It's not like we're setting the world on fire in every department of the football team, but maybe that Michigan State game was a little bit of a wake-up call because we did not seem all that motivated. They seemed a team with not a lot going positive this year at Michigan State and East Lansing. They seemed way more excited to play than we did. So maybe that bad performance last weekend's a little bit of a wake-up call. They get rejuvenated at home in Lincoln, want to get bowl eligible. Okay, and I know we're in the Big Ten West race, but I refuse to talk about that until we become bowl eligible. All right. The, I think I've only seen one team in pro sports, college sports, ever win a division or anything like that with a losing record. And it was a little over 10 years ago. The Seattle Seahawks were 7-9, and nine, and they won a god-awful NFC West at 7-9. and nine. Then they actually won their first playoff game at home when they beat the defending Super Bowl champs, Drew Brees. And that was when uh, Marshawn Lynch had the beast mode run. All right, he broke about eight, nine tackles, kind of looking like Tommy Frazier back in the Fiesta Bowl, 95 season, 96 Fiesta Bowl. So I've seen it before, but one time, one time ever. Let's get to a bowl game, and then, then I'll, I'll engage in the Big Ten West talk a little bit more. I even made a show about it about, about a week and a half ago, and then uh, yeah, we lost to Michigan State. So we're going to press pause as far as my lips talking about the Big Ten West when it comes to Nebraska until we get bowl eligible first. Now, Maryland has 27 sacks on the season, one less than the Huskers. Now, Penn State leads the Big Ten in sacks with 37 on the year. All right, Nebraska is second in the Big Ten with 28 sacks on the year. Tied for third and fourth is Maryland and Purdue with 27. So Maryland's opportunistic. Maryland can pressure the quarterback. Maryland can throw the ball on offense. They're in a big slide. They're struggling. They got a losing streak. Nebraska just had a bad losing game. We can run the ball. They're not as good as stopping the run. Okay, they don't really want to run. We're good at stopping the run, so maybe we can make them one-dimensional. This is actually a pretty intriguing game to me. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard-to-recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Other than the fact that it's Nebraska, and I'm always intrigued by Nebraska, it's actually like legit intriguing to me for other reasons. All right. One other interesting stat when it comes to sack, uh, sack rankings in the Big Ten, Ohio State is 13th in the Big Ten with 17 sacks on the year. That surprised me. I didn't think they'd be that low. Okay, 14th and dead last is Illinois with 14. All right, we got a question or a comment. I'm going to read real quick from Big Bird. Thank you for joining me, taking your time off from uh, Sesame Street there, my friend. And then Rico's going to join me. Big Bird, losing in November is what Maryland does. Only two wins under head coach Loxley. That's what Big Bird says. You know, that's a great point because even Matt Rule talked about Earlier in his press conference this, this week, he said, we've learned how to win, but learning in November is a completely different animal. I, I would, you know, pause a little bit on we've learned how to win. Like, oh, okay. But I will agree that winning in November is a completely different animal. The games to remember to play it in November, that means they're bigger, they're tougher, you're beat up. Okay? It's more intense. The weather's colder. There's more on the line. There's more pressure. So that's why the games to remember are played in November, and that's why – Winning in November is a whole different animal. I forgot to mention. And how can I forget this? DeMornay Pearsonell is going to be joining me at 1230. All right. One of my favorite all-time Husker brethren is going to be joining me at 1230. So uh, tune in for that. But first, I want to bring in my, my good buddy Rico. We're going to chat about a bowl game. How much it – I mean, is it a big deal? Is it not a big deal? So I'm driving to Freddy's, waiting to get my Freddy's burger – Get my concrete PBC and B with extra peanut butter cups. That's how I always order it. And I'm listening to you and Steve Ch- Taylor ch- chat about this. Now, I told you before the show, you and I actually agree. I wish we disagreed. So maybe I'll just play devil's advocate. Rico, going to a bowl game is not that big a deal. Why does it matter so much to you, Rico? I think this is an overrated concept. Help me out. Well, I mean, for me, and hi, everybody. Hello, uh, Character Country. How are you guys all doing? <laughs> uh, uh, to me, it's just that. Look, obviously for Nebraska, they've been past the bowl as as a university as a football team, they've been past the bowl game. They've won national titles, they've had all of that success. But over the last few years, Nebraska hasn't sniffed a bowl game. They've gotten to five wins one time in, in that span, you know, the end of Riley and all of Frost. They haven't sniffed a bowl game. So to me, in order to take that next step for Nebraska to be back, if they ever get back, which they should, I mean they whatever. We're not going to go into that. That's a whole different conversation. If Nebraska ever wants to be back and get into the playoffs, get into the national championship conversation, get into conference championship conversation, they need to first become bowl eligible, which means get to six wins, which means go to a bowl game. 
So for me, just qualifying for a bowl game, getting those six wins is a massive step in the right direction because they haven't done it in so long. And I mean, you saw how the team came out against Michigan State. You're one game away from becoming bowl eligible. You're facing a team who has two wins on the season. And for whatever reason, you come out flat as a pancake. You're, you're, it's not the same intensity that we've seen from you from the defense or the offense in previous games. And for whatever reason, with one game left to go to accomplish something that none of the seniors who have been with this team for an extended period of time have ever experienced, you don't have that same level of tenacity to get to that level. So to Steve Taylor's point earlier this week, all right, bowl games don't matter anymore. Rico, nobody cares. They were so excited to to win that sixth game and go to a bowl game. They came out flat as a pancake. Why does it even matter to go to even one of these, either one of these bowl games? Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining, I'm playing devil's advocate. I just like to argue. I should have been a lawyer. But Rico, what say you about about all of that? They didn't even. They could have gone to a bowl game a couple of years ago, and they chose not to. Rico, what are your thoughts on that, buddy? Yeah, I thought that was ridiculous. That was dumb. So did I. <laughs> by the way, every everybody in that locker room, it was dumb on their part. And I look. I love Adrian Martinez, uh, but for everybody in that locker room, very dumb on their part to not go to a bowl game when you had a chance. I understand it was a long season. The It wasn't the COVID season or whatever. It yes. was a long season. You still should have gone to one. You haven't been to one at all in, in so long. Um, but look, the extra practices are very important, right? Everybody always talks about the extra practice, the extra 15, however, 14, however many practices you get for qualifying for a bowl game, getting ready for a bowl game. But to me, it's not even about the practices. Obviously, those are very important, but it's the actual bowl game experience. It's getting out and having a week where you're practicing, getting ready for a football game, but the camaraderie that you build within that team structure, within all of those guys who are getting together and having that week of, you know, hopefully you're going to a warm weather bowl game in like Arizona or Florida, and you can get out and you know, go around and they always have these games that the teams play against each other, whether they're bowling or doing whatever, and just growing together as a team. Also, during that game, it doesn't count towards your redshirt year. So if you played in your four games, you can get a fifth game. If you haven't played in the four games, you can play in this one, and it still doesn't count, whatever. Especially for a team like this, where all of these injuries have happened and you're forcing these young guys, these freshmen to step in, Later on in the season, when they feel more comfortable, if you can go against a team that doesn't know you very well because it's not a conference opponent, go out and hopefully have yourself a good game. It builds on that confidence going into next season. You've got a Malachi Coleman and Jalen Lloyd, a Heinrich Harburg, all of these guys who haven't played, who are, who are new to playing this season. They get to go to a bowl game, experience all that, and get one, one more game of experience because you can practice all you want. But it's different when you get in a game. I'm sure you can speak to that a lot better than I can. It's different when you get in a game. So getting in that one, very important for, for building confidence, hopefully going into the next season, going into year two of Matt Rule. All right, I'll drop the, the devil's advocate approach because I 100% agree with you. And when I listen to Steve, he made a lot of great points on Wednesdays. He always does. If you find folks haven't checked out Steve Taylor and rapping with Rico on Wednesdays, come check it out each and every week here on the ticket. I think for me, uh, a couple years ago, there was three power five teams who hadn't been to a bowl game. Rutgers, Kansas, Nebraska at that point. Rutgers got in because another team bailed out and they got in at five and seven. And then it was Kansas, Nebraska. Obviously, Kansas went. 
Now it's just Nebraska. I'm tired of being the only Power 5 team that hasn't gone. I think it's a morale boost. I think it's a mental approach mindset. There's something about, there's like, what, 65 power teams, if you want to include Notre Dame in this, because, you know, they get to have their cake and eat it too with their conference selection choices. But my point is, like, there's just something about the mental approach of going to a bowl game, building on that first step, as you've said, almost like the staircase of success. I won't talk about the Big Ten West until we become bowl eligible. You kind of made similar points there. So I completely and utterly agree with you. I think just the momentum that it would cause going into the offseason, especially if you could win the bowl game. And here's my final thought. And then I got one more question for you, okay? Because nobody knows about the behind the scenes of this show better than you do. And I want to ask you about that. And you can expose me all you want. Because I know I'm unusual to watch before you turn that mic on. And it's okay. All right. So my final thought is this. If we don't go to a bowl game, it means we lost the last four games of the year. And how tough would that be going into the offseason, winter conditioning, recruiting, which now basically is done by middle end of December. So those are my final thoughts. I agree with you. All right, Rico. So what's it like being the guy behind the scenes? And, and you join me a lot on this show, which I love having you. You have great points. But being the producer behind the, sheen, the scenes, what, what are is it, is it good, bad, fun, indifferent? If there's something you want to expose me for, go ahead. Have at it, my friend. <laughs> uh, before I expose you, I want to I want to <laughs> build on on your uh, losing the four, last four games of the season. If everyone remembers, first year of Scott Frost started zero six, won the last four games of the season. How excited everybody was going into yep. year two. Yep. Flip that. You don't want yep. that. You don't mm-hmm. want that at all. Uh, no, it's great work with you. Behind the scenes are great. You do your whole water. You'll have, you'll open up a <laughs> bottle of water before we even go live and just chug the whole thing. And I'm surprised you don't just crush it and just like toss it behind you or something. Oh, uh, man. oh you're amazing to work with. You're very easy to work with. Uh, I send you a quick rundown. And really, I put the, the least amount of words possible because I know that you're going to fill in the rest of the time with whatever you have to say. And uh, it, it's a blast working with you. I appreciate it. And admittedly, so I have learned to look at this mute button. Okay, because there's been a few times when I've been making noise and I assume it's gone out on air before the show. And I'm like, oh, crap, that mute button. It's not hit. So I have learned to be incredibly quiet until I see that thing get muted. And then I do my whole bottle water chugging, get a couple of uh, burps out real quick before I go on air and I do my thing. So I appreciate you joining me, Rico. You do an awesome job. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go pay some bills. We'll be right back in four or five minutes. Don't go anywhere with the morning personnel. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.